Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. The NFL returns tonight as the 2021 Hall of Fame festivities kick off with the Cowboys versus the Steelers. Both teams have a number of players being honored this weekend in Canton, which is honoring two classes, the 2020 class and the 2021 class. So a big weekend in Canton starting tonight, 8 o'clock on Fox Cowboys Steelers. So this is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, August 5th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody's doing well. Let's start with college sports. We've talked about the lack of trust and some of the tension rolling through college sports. Well, that was evident yesterday where American Athletic Conference Commissioner Mike Oresco strongly dismissed any speculation that his conference plotted with ESPN to undermine another conference by poaching at schools. Remember, Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby had claimed that ESPN had encouraged at least one other conference to poach that league, and sources suggested that Bowlesby was referring to the American. But Oresco said yesterday the conference is not actively looking to add schools and that he has not been in contact with any Big 12 schools. Another chess piece moving in this realignment game. It was subtle, but it sent a message. Kansas State Athletic Director Gene Taylor will replace Texas Athletic Director Crystal Conti on the College Football Playoff Selection Committee. These are prized positions here. The Big 12 made the decision to replace Del Conti, who of course has come under fire for the process that led to Texas leaving for the SEC. The move is not really a surprise, and Taylor will now serve a three-year term. Taylor has served as Kansas State Athletic Director since 2017, but the Big 12 wanting Chris Del Conte, who is leaving the Big 12, off the CFP Selection Committee as its representative is not a surprise, and they turn to Kansas State Athletic Director Gene Taylor to replace him. If you're setting your calendar for next year, well, mark March 31st, because that's when Major League Baseball hopes to and plans to open its 2022 season. Of course, as long as there's not any work stoppage based on collective bargaining agreement negotiations. Interestingly, we all know that based Baseball has been long trying to boost the appeal, the energy, the profile of its opening day. So next year, baseball will try to have every team play its first game on the same day, and that would be for the first time since 1968. This is according to the Associated Press. This would be a big move for baseball. It certainly would send a message about a celebration of opening day. MLB has also announced the schedule earlier this year than it typically has in the past as it wants to give teams more time to sell tickets for 2022. So Major League Baseball looking to boost its opening day by having every team play its first game on opening day. That'll be March 31st. Every team is also scheduled to play on Jackie Robinson Day. That's April 15th. That falls on a Friday. Another little piece of baseball schedule news, the All-Star Game 
will be at Dodger Stadium on July 19th. That's one of the latest dates for MLB's All-Star Game. So Major League Baseball schedule coming into a little bit more clarity for 2022. Let's shift to soccer because MLS and NWSL ownership became more stable as the Will family, owners of the Vikings, introduced themselves as the new majority owners of MLS's Orlando City SC and the NWSL's Orlando Pride. Mark Wilf will be chairman and governor of both clubs, said that he and other key members of ownership are in the process of searching for a new team CEO. Wilf did not provide a timeline for when a new CEO would be hired, but they said they have engaged with executive search firms and will begin the interview process. Wilf is also very bullish on women's soccer and said the ownership group will provide resources to grow the game of women's soccer and support the pride. And he said one of the big factors in purchasing these teams was the Orlando pride. So the Wolf family putting a lot of emphasis on soccer in Orlando. Now with Ted Siegel in Houston overseeing the Dynamo and the Dash while owning the Dynamo and the Dash. And now the Wilfs in Orlando owning Orlando City SC and the Pride. MLS's ownership and NWSL ownership certainly became stronger and more stable. And now the focus is on MLS finding a new owner for Real Salt Lake in Utah. But right now, if you're Don Garber, if you're Lisa Baird, you have to feel good about Ted Siegel in Houston and the Wilf family in Orlando. Well, all you domers may need to go subscribe to NBC's Peacock streaming service. That's because Peacock will carry the first Notre Dame football game this season exclusively next month. That marks the first time a Notre Dame football game will be exclusive to a streaming service. Notre Dame's September 11th home game against Toledo will be available only on Peacock's premium tier. They are, of course, doing this to drive subscription signups for Peacock. This is also a big game because it marks Drew Brees' debut in the broadcast booth. The former quarterback will join play-by-play announcer Mike Tirico and sideline reporter Catherine Tappen on the call. So Drew Brees' debut September 11th, that game exclusively on Peacock. The move to take a Notre Dame football game exclusively to Peacock, it really fits with NBC's strategy around the streaming service. We've seen that it has steadily been adding more and more sports content from Premier League games to Olympic coverage. So again, Peacock adding more sports programming, including Notre Dame football. Speaking of Peacock, that is one of the better stories for NBC around the Olympic Games as more and more people are signing up for Peacock and watching the games on both Peacock and NBCOlympics.com. That is the best news for NBC because as the Olympics head into their home stretch, viewership has remained soft. NBC's TV audience for the Summer Olympics is down 45% from Rio in 2016. Viewership in primetime alone, that's down 51%. So again, overall on NBC TV, it's down 45%. In those primetime windows, it's down 51%. I've heard from many of you on why you think viewership is down. Continue to share your thoughts with me. Let me know why you think viewership is down so significantly on NBC for this year's Olympic Games. Let's shift to a league we don't speak about much on the Buzzcast, and that's the Professional Fighters League. I bring that up because the PFL has reached a deal with Legends, where Legends will take a minority ownership stake in the mixed martial arts outfit, 
The PFL is led by CEO Peter Murray is working to emerge in a very crowded MMA space and Legends Now will assist in sponsorship sales, uh, ticketing sales, many other services. Legends brings a lot to the PFL and the PFL has raised about $175 million in various rounds of funding. It has some big investors. Eris Capital, Monumental Sports' Ted Leonsis, Nationals owner Mark Lerner. Now Legends will try to put some horsepower behind sales and marketing while becoming an equity investor in the Professional Fighters League. And let's end the buzzcast around people because the Minnesota Twins have made a very interesting hire. They have hired Tappet Technologies' Mika White-Morris to the newly created position of Senior Vice President and Chief Revenue Officer at the team. Morris becomes the fifth black woman to join an MLB C-suite position. She is an SBJ 2021 40 Under 40 honoree, and she's the second woman to take a top executive role at an MLB in the last two weeks. Remember last week, the Seattle Mariners hired Katie Griggs as president of business operations, Katie Griggs coming from Atlanta United. Mika White-Morris leaves Tappet, which is that cashless payment technology company, after 15 months. Her previous stops included jobs at Learfield, she was at Legends, Live Nation, and at one time with the Charlotte Bobcats, now the Charlotte Hornets. Now, Mika White-Morris is CRO of the Minnesota Twins. So once again, the NFL is back tonight with the Hall of Fame game. And if you're going to Canton for Enshrinement Weekend, let me know. I'll be on the ground on Saturday. Love to say hi to any of you. And that is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, August 5th. I'm Abe Madcore. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.